Welcome to the Reasonable Boy Podcast 006 Labour Leadership Contest. Well, we have three left. We have Lisa Nandy, we have Keir Starmer, and we have Rebecca Long Bailey. So, how do these three compare? And who should you vote for if you're a Labour member or affiliated? Well, let's take them in the order I've just said. So, Lisa Nandy. Lisa Nandy was one of the cool plotters in 2016. She was also one of those MPs that quite enjoyed going out and bashing the Labour Party whenever she could on the Portic show or talking to Andrew Neil or just going into any sort of mainstream press and TV and just basically saying that Labour was rubbish and that, you know, we wouldn't need to go back to the old days, the Blair days. And so this is really one of the reasons why I can't vote for Lisa Nandy. I can understand people having a different point of view, and I accept that totally. Uh, we all don't think the same way, and we all have different ways of doing things and saying things and our beliefs. But unfortunately, the one thing I can't abide is disloyalty. I don't care whether you're on the left of the party, the right of the party, or you class yourself as a centrist. I've voted for the past 40 years for Labour and Labour leadership. Did I like every single one of those Labour leaders? No. But I voted for the Labour Party and for Labour government. And I wouldn't go around trashing the party. And I think that... That in itself is something that a lot of MPs in the Parliamentary Labour Party need to think very carefully about. We had two coup attempts against Jeremy Corbyn, both by wreckers within the party who wouldn't accept a democratic vote. Did he like Tony Blair? No. But he was leader of the party and I supported him. Did he like Neil Kinnock? as leader of the Labour Party. No, not really, no. Did like Gordon Brown while he was only there for two years, but, you know, it's okay, but not my, not my way of thinking. So, of those 40 years or so that I've been voting for um, a Labour government, I've never, I've never, would never go behind someone's back and say, you know, or, or cause trouble or mischief. And I think this is the one reason why I can't support Lisa Nandy. Because she's part of the coup, she was part of the mainstream media trashing the, the party. She actually did untold damage to our chances of winning in 2017. And that's the nearest we've been, uh, been to government since we went out of government in 2010. So now... Lisa Nandy, for me, is is out, as far as I'm concerned, for the Labour leadership. So that brings us on to Keir Starmer. <clears throat> and Keir Starmer is one of those weird politicians that you really don't know what he stands for. And I, and, and I don't think he knows, really. I think, I think he's one of those who makes it up as he goes along. 
uh, and like Lisa Nandy, he resigned uh, as part of the coup. And in this letter of resignation, they said, paraphrasing here, because everybody else is leaving, I am leaving also. Well, that doesn't show a great deal of character, does it? It doesn't show any independent thought. You know, a barrister, director of public prosecutions, you thought a bit more about him than that, wouldn't you? You know, I'm going because everybody else is going. Well, what, what do you think will happen if the going gets tough and is leader of the party? Will he just cave in to the lowest common denominator that these wreckers within the party really want, they want to control it? And they think the Parliamentary Labour Party is the Labour Party. Well, it's not. It's hundreds of thousands of people, 580,000 people are in the Labour Party at the moment. But it's tens of hundreds of thousands of people that go out every week putting the message across, you know, whether they, where you whether you actually go to um, your constitutional Labour Party meetings or you're, or you're out there talking to people in the community or you're delivering leaflets on behalf of the MP or your local council or whatever... These people are the bread and butter. These people are the foundations of the party. And we, sh and we shouldn't let the Parliamentary Labour Party dictate to us what we should and should not be doing. And my, my fear with Keir is that he will take the party down a centrist path, neither one side nor the other. He may have... Uh, a honeymoon period with the um, with the mainstream media for a few months, but I can see this happening now, again and again. The wreckers within the party will start pushing them, prodding and pushing them, prodding and saying, "Oh, you're not doing this. You're not doing that. You're not right wing enough. You're not doing this." And I don't think Keir has the ability to to actually confront them. He's a highly intelligent person, obviously, barrister, director of public prosecutions. I'm not saying he hasn't got the intellect uh, to do the job, but I don't think he's got the political nous that is needed to run a party as large as the Labour Party, or any party for that matter. I think he's um, politically naive, and I think the... One of my concerns is I've seen leaflets dropping throughout my letterbox about Keir Starmer. He's written to all over half a million members of the Labour Party with a leaflet. Well, that's going to cost hundreds of thousands of pounds. Where does the money come from? This is a question I'd ask for every single leadership candidate. Where does your money come from for you to run your campaigns? Now, they say after it's all over and done, they will tell you, well, I'm sorry, but that's not on. We should know now where your funding comes from. There's got to be some big backers for Keir Starmer if he's able to put down, put out 500,000 leaflets. And why would you have 500,000 leaflets? It's just a poster, actually, with Keir on the front. So where? where? Where's this money coming from? Who's really backing him?
I went out, there's Tony Blair backing him, you know. There's Peter Mandelson in the background as well, or Alistair Campbell, for instance. We don't know who the big backers are because he's not telling us. And I think we need to know because it's, 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 it's becoming more and more certain in my thoughts that the old guard of the Labour Party want or seem to want their their way, their what they think is the party should be. You know, that it's got us, you know, that, that they've done any good in, in the past, since 2010. They haven't. And this worries me about where Keir, what Keir stands for. He was in Liverpool and um, he said, oh, I, I wouldn't give an interview to the Sun well, I'm, whilst I'm in the leadership contest. But afterwards, well, it's a no-brainer, you know. Just don't give an interview to the Sun, period. We don't need the Sun. The Sun's not on our side. Nor is the Mail or the Telegraph or the Express, the Independent, the Guardian. They're not on our side either. So why would you... Why would you, as a leadership candidate, not just say, I'm not talking to the Sun, full stop? And this is the thing that worries me. He's got no... No principles in that respect. I don't know about other personal things. I'm not, I'm not going to go into any personal things about Keir or anything like that. But politically, his principles, I think, leave a lot to be desired. Because I don't think even he knows what they are. So we now come to Rebecca Long-Bailey. The only one, the leadership candidate, that supported the party throughout the coup. Both coup attempts. The only person who put herself there for the people that she represents, the party members and their electorate. And that is something to be, to, she should be proud of. For me, she was she's a genuine, decent person. And I think she's got the best interests of her constituents and the party at heart. And I also think she's got the strength of character to sort out these wreckers within the party. Because there's no doubt in my mind that if Rebecca Long Bailey becomes the leader of the party, these people will rear their ugly heads up again. And they'll try to wreck party again and we, we need to call them out and we need to we need to expel them from the party i don't care how long they've been in the party i don't care how much women they've got or what influence they've got elsewhere if they're putting at risk the party from being in power then they should be gone i don't care i don't care who they are and i think rebecca long bailey is the only one of the three that would turn around to them and say so and do something about it. Because I think she proved herself with the Green New Deal. She's the architect of that within the party. She's proved herself in Parliament in being the Shadow Business Secretary. She's proved herself in her community by being a great constituency MP. 
And I think she's proved herself on numerous TV and media outlets as well. Very strong character. She knows where she wants to go. And I think this is the thing for me, that I get the feeling from Rebecca Longbearer that she's got a plan. She knows what she's going to do. She knows how she's going to achieve it. And for me, Rebecca Long-Bailey is the only person in the frame for me to be a Labour leader. And that is the person I'll be voting for when my ballot comes through. I think people need to take a good, hard look at the other two candidates and ask themselves the question is, what do they really stand for? Rebecca Long-Bailey is the only candidate of the three of them that wants open selection. That gives only CLP members the right to stand up and challenge the incumbent MP. And that's good. And that's good for democracy because that's the case with councillors. Labour councillors have to have open selection, so why not Labour MPs? And if you've got a great MP who does their job, who supports the party, who's loyal, they've got nothing to worry about whatsoever. Because I'm sure that they'll be re-elected as an MP. But when you've got these wreckers within the party, they're obviously going to kick up a fuss about this. And everybody who kicks up a fuss about it, just think about why they're doing this. They're doing it because they know full well that if they, if they had open selection, they wouldn't be re-selected as an MP. Which should tell you all you need to know about that person. And so, if you want a democratic party built on proper Labour socialist values, a party for people, not a party of the establishment that these people wanted to make it to be into the Lisa Nandy and the Keir Starmers of this world, if you want a proper functioning party that's going to go out and campaign for the most vulnerable in our society, then I urge you to vote for Rebecca Long-Bailey in the coming ballots. Thanks a lot. See you later. Bye. (laughs) 